And a very good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Show. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Uh, this is podcast number 50. You believe that? You know, but I think we skipped a couple of weeks, so I think it's been about almost a year this week, yeah, right? We skipped when we a couple, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So we're rolling and rocking and everything else. It's been a crazy week around here. But let's talk some sports. And I guess the, the top story on most uh, media shows is Jamel Hill from ESPN and the controversy that is uh, another ESPN controversy that has uh, is uh, making another issue for our folks at ESPN. Yeah, she, uh, she, she tweeted out that she thought that uh, our president, Donald Trump, was, is a white supremacist. And she did this on her personal Twitter account, and people were claiming that she said on the show and all these different things. But um, it, it's just another example that if you're in the media and you offer personal exam, personal uh, opinions, it can come back to bite you. And, and 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 we have students. I mean, who say, well, why I should be allowed? I said, yeah, you should, but. It's difficult in this field, isn't it? Well, there's consequences to being able to say whatever you want. I mean, it is freedom of speech in this country, but Absolutely. there are consequences that go beyond the freedom of speech when you when you cross the line in some people's mind. And what that line is is one of the, is probably the toughest thing to decide. Uh, does Jamel Hill have the right to say what she did? I would say yes. In my personal opinion, she has the right to say it. But does she also set herself up for a lot of criticism? Yes, and there's going to be, and you know, there's going to be blowback when you when you are a popular uh, media personality and you set you make a public opinion like that. And the other thing, it goes back to what this show has been talking about for weeks: sports and politics just keep intermingling; they can't stay out of each other's bedroom. I think that's true of everything in America now. I mean, when you're starting to talk about sports journalists being right wing, left wing. Uh, it, it, it's kind of crazy, you know, when you have people who are trying purposely to mix it, that's a problem. But um, I, I don't know what you do. It's a very difficult thing to do because imagine, you know, you're, you're running things here. One of your people starts tweeting like this, which this is not an egregious comment. You know, if you go yeah. back, I mean, Donald Trump has called uh, um, Mexican judges as uh, unfit. He has uh, said Muslims are pretty much mostly terrorists. He's made all kinds of statements that are far more egregious than this. Yep. Um, so Jamel's, and, and also for Sarah Huckabee Sanders and others to be calling out Jamel Hill a sportscaster on her tweets when the president says things that are far more uh, inflammatory, whether you agree with them or not, is is, is hypocritical. But what do you do? I, that is a million-dollar question. ESPN issued an apology on her behalf after she apologized. They said that, hey, it was my personal tweet. It has nothing to do with ESPN. But, you know, let's face it. When you're Jamal Hill, you're associated with ESPN, whether you personal tweet or ESPN tweet. And so it's kind of went from there. Then I said the uh, press secretary said what she said. Um, you know, I, we just got our friend Justin Russ from the Journal Gazette newspaper just uh, on Facebook just said, you know, that she, he thought maybe that a little bit that Jamal Hill likes to say outrageous things just to be outrageous. I, I don't know. I don't watch enough of the five o'clock uh, Sports Center to to judge Jamel Hill. I, I I think she's a fine broadcaster. She's not in my top ten, and she's not in my bottom ten. But again, ESPN has fallen off the radar so much with some of the stuff they've done. And if you ask me, you know, putting Rex Ryan on Monday night was <laughs> as bad as any football game has ever been broadcast in the history of football. I mean, the guy just doesn't get it. I mean, he thinks the show is about him. Um, and he just he's not a broadcaster. But, you know, that we can go a million different directions, but let's get back sure. to Jamel Hill. I don't know what has to be done next. I think eventually 
this will blow over. ESPN will you know take heat for a week, and we'll, and we'll see what happens. It's whether or not she uh, can cannot say anything else. I, it's usually you'll get away with one thing in life, but it's the second time. Will she say something else outrageous, and will that get her in trouble? But then is we'll, this outrageous? When you call the president, like him or not, a white supremacist, it's close to outrageous. What if he actually, if you connect the dots and can make a, as many people can, and I'm not saying that he is or he isn't right now, but... Um, That's when we're going to... We're gonna we, we've had far worse things talked about President Obama. I, I, would, I would agree with that. I, I think the, when, you, when there's lack of definitive proof right now that you that did she when she when she lays that claim when you lay a claim like that you need to have some definitive proof is there some undefinitive proof is there kind of a little bit of uh, you know you know talk in the background yes but there's nobody on record that can say for sure that you know that Donald Trump is this or isn't this so that's where i think that fine line lies and we're getting into some scary waters in in this in this country because you know we can so many people think they can say what they want and then see what the blowback is so that's what scares me a little bit right now. Well, in social media, everybody's allowed to have their own opinion, except when people disagree with you. Yeah. That's been the big thing <laughs> right? on Twitter today. It's like it's, a bunch uh, of people arguing with people they don't know. I love everybody's opinion as long as it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, but but there, but but it is. It's 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 a huge part of the problem that we're seeing with the media right now, and we're talking about sports media now. It's yeah. surprising, like you said, politics and sports. What? What do you do? I mean, what is your policy? So if you're putting together a policy at WEIU or ESPN, what's your policy? Do you want them having their private opinions out there? Do you want them talking about politics? Or do you not want them talking about politics? And if so, And then where, where, where are you allowed to talk about politics? Oh. Um, that's the big thing right now. Where are you allowed to talk about politics? That's, I think, the bigger issue. Because if I am Jeff Owens at WEIU... But I go on to my own Twitter and I want to talk about politics. There's no separation. And that's what the scary part is because everything is muddled together right now. Yeah, everything, everything's muddled together. I mean, life, everything. I mean, when people last week were talking about CNN and MSNBC anchors being liberal and, and doing a poor job when Hurricane Irma is coming in. My God, they're giving information about where to go, what's going on. People, people are, are making these horrible claims about the media no matter what they're doing yeah. and they were doing a fantastic job with that but but it was really politically motivated yeah and i saw where jason seahorn today said that you know when he's no longer at espn because of his political opinion so then if he was fired and jamel hill wasn't fired then you know what what, what i forget what did jason seahorn say to i've never heard fired? jason seahorn say anything interesting i don't recall in my... anything interesting <laughs> yeah. one way or the other he's just kind of that bland uh, good running good defensive back he's a good defensive back yeah. who married well yeah very, yeah definitely uh <laughs> Uh, you know, outpunted his coverage on that one. So, yeah, I, I don't remember that at all. I don't remember him uh, being controversial in any sense. But, you know, he came out with that, I think. But Kurt Schilling yeah. said some very inflammatory things. Uh, whether or not he should have been fired or not, I'm not sure. No, I think they were trying to find a reason to get rid of him just because of his outspokenness and his just brashness, and that was a good excuse. It, it could be. And, and Jamel Hill, by all accounts... You know, and they've invested a lot of money in, in Jamel Hill and that's, and that five, that's the 5 o'clock sports center, as they call it, the 6, the six which it's, makes it's, no sense. Oh, because it's only the Eastern yeah, Coast Eastern that kind of matters, right. Matters, but, uh, but they put a lot of money and a lot of promotional into that, and, and they don't want to see that fail because that's really been the flagship 
when you come home from work, you turn on you know, Sports Center, see what happened in sports. But, but it isn't anymore. No one, but, no but one gives now, a damn about I that know show exactly anymore. Right now, of what's happening um, in terms of sports uh, on an hour by hour basis. Now, I will say this week, like I text you or emailed you back today. This week, we're doing fundraising here at WEIU, so my head has not really been in sports. Um, so I tried to do in the last hour just do a little bit of research, so I wouldn't sound like a complete buffoon, which I think is what Rex Ryan did on Monday <laughs> yeah, about but, an hour but, before. But you the... are keeping up with the media and yeah, things like yeah. that. By the way, do donate to WAU. They could yeah. use the money for doing a great Thank job. Thank you, Ben Slater, for saying we are the man, or I'm the man, so that's good. A lot of people watching on Facebook. We appreciate it. Uh, so so with, with Jamel Hill, she there's a really good story, if you have a chance, and uh, I just was able to snag it last night uh, on The Ringer by Brian Curtis. He went in there and did a story where he, they, they gave him pretty much unfettered access. It appears behind the scenes of The Sick Show, which yeah. we watch at 5 here yeah. in Central <laughs> Time, um, about with him and, and, and Michael Smith. And I wasn't surprised by anything that Jamel Hill said. Uh, the writing was really good. Brian Curtis did a real yeah. fine job with it. Then you know the Ringer does a real good job with the reporting. Uh, it's a really long story. Um, it's no, it, it's it's very well written. And um, and for those who don't keep up, I think it'd be a little bit more interesting. But it was interesting nonetheless. Yeah. But the surprise to me was that ESPN allowed anybody to have that type of access for one of its shows. Because they've always been really, let's let's close the gates around us, right? Yeah, I don't think you could ever get into ESPN unless you were paying for a tour. And they took you kind of <laughs> like, hey, the studio is about 100 yards that way. Right. <laughs> so. I was really surprised. That, that tells me that ESPN is really, really worried about what's going on. No one's watching that show. It's it's really a, a, a antiquated. It's, uh, I don't know, it's like rabbit ears on a TV almost because no one's wa- no one needs to watch that anymore. No, no matter I, how good they are. And I think both the people on there are, are top talents. Well, that, that doesn't need to be the flagship anymore because people know what the day's sports are before they get home. The flagship now should be the Scott Van Pelt or something late where it's the wrap-up of everything that happens between 7 o'clock and 11 o'clock in the world of sports where you, you may not have seen everything and you, you're watching something else or you're doing something with your family. I think that's the flagship now, and I think ESPN really needs to go that direction instead of that early because no one cares the early one. Yeah, and, and, and you deal with this far more than I do. You know, you're, you're helping to run a TV and a radio station and everything, and, and things are changing. Like even right now, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. We're not on a radio show right now. Are live events really the flagship now? Are they really? Because you can't you're learning as it takes place or is it a podcast or what would it be i think podcasts are good i think live live anything is still where it's at because that's where if the people that are the biggest fans and the biggest supporters still go to you look at the ratings i mean even though like the first thursday night rating was down it still dominated so you know people are oh my gosh it's the patriots and the ratings (laughs) are down well but look what it was up against and look what it did to the competition it still destroyed the competition right even though the ratings were down from the previous year and there's a lot of reason the ratings are down you've got so much controversy with Kaepernick and there's also the hatred of the Patriots I think factors in there a little bit too but there's so many things right now where people are just anti-NFL the, the, the hitting uh, the concussions the CTE people are down on Roger Goodell so you think about all these factors coming in football you know like may not be the number one sport in America for very much longer the NBA is, has has traction Major League Baseball is having an unbelievably great year under the radar nationally but in pockets Baseball? yeah oh yeah they're number I one in so many markets across about, the country think about what the Indians are doing right now they're on a 21 game winning streak as 21 we're yeah oh my god yes it, you know everybody who's counted the Cubs out of the Cubs are what you know they're going to roll to the playoffs so it's uh it amazing time in baseball and and football just kind of taking taking a beating but you know what like they said once you get to the top and the boatloads of cash come in, something's going to happen, and that's kind of what's happened in the NFL. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it's, it's interesting how politics have 
infected. Uh, well, I, I, not that it, and we've talked about politics have always been a part of this of sports coverage. I just think that the country's so divided that and when there's politics, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. When we did in, in the in past years, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50 years ago, if you had a different political point of view, you weren't demonized and everything. Whereas now you are, right? Yeah. Well, everything has shifted God, back. It's People just like, crazy. At first, it was like you don't have to stand up for the flag, and we get it. But now you're starting to get the reverse. You need to stand up, you know, for the flag. You need to stand up for the anthem. You know what I'm saying? And so it's coming back. Or everything is just it cycles and it recycles. Now people are saying, "Wait a second, you know, if you're an employee and your and your boss says stand up, you should stand up." And that, there's a lot of people think that. Then you see what happened to Michael Bennett, and he sits down, and then it's time to reverse his back. So the ebb and flow is is wonderful to watch as media members, but it's scary because you just don't know what's going to happen next. There was a sign unfurled last night at the Boston Red Sox game. Did you see that? I heard about the sign, but I did not hear what it, it said. It said. basically said racism is American. Uh, Racism is as American as baseball. Okay. They, they left it up for a couple minutes, and then they were ordered to take it down. And then they end up getting kicked out of the stadium um, for having, you know, for, for putting that flag out. Inflammatory. Yeah, I heard yeah. Carl Ravage talking about a sign this morning on uh, on, on the uh, morning show. But uh, racism, racism is no more a part of baseball. As, and, 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 yeah. I mean, have, do we have a history of it? Sure, but don't we also have a history of trying to turn it back? The civil rights movement, Jackie Robinson, all the other players. Yep. Justin Russ says, remind us the last team to win 20 games in a row lost to the Twins in the playoffs. That would have been the Moneyball A's, right? Yeah, the A's, yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's absolutely – now, I don't know if you also saw something as we we kind of parallel the – the football and ESPN, but this Canadian Football League yesterday made an announcement. Did you see this? I did not see that. They are not allowing any hitting in practices from now on in, during the regular season. They've added a bye week. They have three bye weeks in the CFL. No hitting, no padded practices where you can actually hit anybody during the regular season. What a bunch of snowflakes. Well, my no, problem, I'm, I'm only kidding on that. No, I, well, there's some. Here's what I think, and I again, I'm a little bit of a, I'm a junior football coach, seventh grade. I think if you don't hit at some point, all right, then you all of a sudden you show up on Saturday or Sunday to play, you're, aren't you more apt to get hurt because you haven't had any of your body getting used to that? That's what scares me a little bit about I, this non-handing. I really don't know enough about it. I, I played football through eighth grade um, and, and stuck with baseball and, and some other sports through, through high school. but. Um, the one year I only played one year, we like most people, we played tackle football without pads all the time, yeah. beating the hell out of each other. But I only played one year in eighth grade, Pop Warner in yeah. New Jersey. And at the end of that season, my knees hurt so much that I <laughs> that I that I stopped because I was hurting baseball. Yeah. I can only imagine the impact that it's having. I don't remember so much of the head, but you know, I was eighth, eighth yeah. grade, thirteen. I I agree with you that if you don't do things, you're not sure how to do it right in the game. Uh, on the other hand, I, this is another one of those difficult things. It, it's certainly getting covered. I mean, this is one of the big topics out there. Like yeah, this politics is, and sports well, and CTE and sports. Yeah, right? well, they said that you know, this, football. This could, we might be seeing the beginning of the beginning of the end of football as we know it, as these leagues and organizations make these decisions. You know. Because eventually, that if every parent is scared because their kid's going to get hit, and then, then then all of a sudden, NFL, CFL, and college football aren't allowing anybody to hit, then high school already doesn't hit very much. Then if JFL doesn't hit, how are you going to develop football players that can't? When you then on Sundays and Saturdays, oh, you got to go hit. 
I there's a real strange part of me that says that you know you have to have a little bit of it now should it be regulated yes you can't hit monday through thursday and play on a friday but it scares me that they're that we're kind of leaning that you don't hit during the week i think you're more apt to get hurt on, on during the game if you don't hit during the week that's my opinion i can be completely wrong now yeah you shouldn't hit in the head and you should play heads up football you know tackle you know with your shoulder pads and and do everything fair and correct but it scares me the direction we're going in this country from what I've read from people, and again, I'm, I am not an expert on this in any way. You know far more about it, coaching it and what have you. I've read a great deal about it, but I would think I would if, – if right now my inclination is to say no hitting until high school, and then in high school go for it. Um, if I had sons, I might – who knows? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'd say go play in fifth grade. It's tough when you don't have – you're not yeah. in that situation. I, do really, I really don't know what I would do yeah. if I had sons, but that's what I'm hearing from some people. But what fascinates me even more than that is – the coverage of it oh, because right. as in the media as, as we know the media doesn't tell you how to think it tells you what to think about and anything related to cte right now it's hot oh it's any little thing hot. boom let's go at it just like politics and sports oh another little somebody wrote said something about sports jamel hill or whatever or even yeah. someone like slider it's going to be covered a great deal we got a note about a Lions fan who got banned from a Lions game because the fan posted a photo on his Snapchat of black people sitting during the national anthem um, and made an ignorant uh, uh, caption about that. I, I didn't hear about that, so I don't know much about that, Cody. But th- that's the world we live in right now. You know, you 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 can you, you, when people say dumb things and people say ignorant things, you know, these sports teams are going to make the decision in the best interest of their team. They kicked out a fan from a game because he said that. Well, and I think if you know what word to use, that that's, no, I saw, yeah. I saw. Um, I, this is a fan in the stands. If he's saying it to people around him, that's something different. See, that's the scary part. Is I also don't want to have the the mind police coming in saying what you cannot do and can do. Yeah. Obviously, there's ramifications as you've mentioned. Here's an idea: go to the game and watch the game and leave your phone at home. <laughs> you know, I, I, I leave you your phone. You are car. such a man of the '70s. I know. I, I mean, it's just <laughs> or the '90s. Watch the game. I mean. You know, we are so addicted to telephones and devices in this guy. That's part of the problem. We need to tweet and photograph it. Otherwise, uh, it didn't happen. Yeah, look, as we are, we're on Facebook and recording this, and I'm saying that. So. And <laughs> yeah, what you need to do is to download this podcast, yeah. listen to it as you're going to the game, and then go watch it. Make your decision there. Um, a couple of other things. Craig Carton did resign from WFAN in New York. He was, of course, uh, arrested last week on the uh, you know the money laundering thing. So it looks like. With a Ponzi the, scheme, with the Ponzi apparently, scheme. right? Yeah, he, wasn't, yeah. he, he was with Boomer Esiason. Now, let's do a shameless selfless plug here this sunday the sunday really cool thing is happening and we're recording this on the campus of eastern illinois university the um, new england patriots play the new orleans saints with tony romo broadcasting which means romo garoppolo and sean payton will all be in the same house the same building down in new orleans uh for for that game now is that not one of the coolest things ever for here oh that's huge yeah you know i mean I haven't heard Tony Romo uh, do anything on the air yet, so well, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping he's doing okay. I, well, I heard he did great. Did he? I mean, the all response was that he. I'll did be watching have, that game this week. For in sure. fact, he was so good that there was people concerned that he knew the plays before they were going, <laughs> and that really? that's, he could pick out the uh, stuff so well because he's so in tune with the NFL. So the first game was a success for sure. Which game did he do last? He did week? the Raiders game, I believe. If I, I think I'm not, okay. I could be wrong on that one. I didn't. I watched the Steelers uh, debacle because he seems to come across really well. In, in uh, you know, it's it's EIU. Uh, I said it's EIU education. education. Exactly. That's right. I kept to, I and, kept. and Sean Payton. Um, was always he was pretty angry during that game at some point. Yeah. But yeah, and then Garoppolo. Gosh, I wonder if he's gonna, by next year. I mean, if if 
I don't, it doesn't seem like Tom Brady could throw that far down the field, but nope. then again, all throw, I know is somebody, throw better than I can. somebody has to get a picture of all three of those together down the, in the Superdome. Would have been really cool as if at the same time, uh, uh, Kenny Baker, who was a former <laughs> NFL ref who just retired, what, three, four years yeah. ago, was at the game too. Or Jeff Christensen, the forgotten NFL uh, EIU quarterback who had just there a cup of, cup of tea in the NFL. So a really neat thing. It's going to happen uh, this Sunday, so I'm sure Eastern will uh, play on that and have fun with that. Uh, any other topics you want to uh, discuss before we get out of here? Yeah, uh, one other there's, there's two things about the economics of sports and what have you. There was a uh, somebody who was out in Oregon. I'm trying to remember what station he was out. He's referred to as a um, alt-right sports talk show host. What is that? And I don't know what the hell that means. I just don't. What does it mean? I, you're, I was hoping you would know. You, I, you I, I, I looked at it. I, I, I checked it out. I just was not positive what it meant. But anyway, he went out there and um, said some pretty radical things. One of them was... After Charlottesville, he said, I know how you can get people out of the streets protesting. Start allowing people to run them over. They'll get out of the way. Oh. So another yeah. I don't that that was just instead of calling them alt right, why don't we call them what they are? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not alt right, but on stupid. Yeah, yeah, a moron. I mean, moron. Why, why would you say things like that? It, it, it's just dumb. I mean, and you're not going to ever get a job again when you say things like that. You can have opinions, but you have to base them in realism and fact and. Or some substance. I mean, I always get made right. fun of on Justin Russell. You know, I can't stand Todd Haley. He play. He, he calls the plays for the Steelers. All I want him is not to be allowed to have that job. He can have any <laughs> other job in the world. Right. He's a fine human being. His dad was a legend for the Steelers. But I just don't want him to call the plays for the Steelers. It's not personal. He's just not good at his job. All right? That's all I want to say. Yeah, right? you're allowed to have that opinion. And, yeah. and guess what? You said that without attacking him personally, yeah. without making some outrageous statement. I hope he gets a job as a head coach in the NFL. <laughs> I just don't want him to call the plays for the Steelers. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I'm not going to watch Rex Ryan ever call another game on, on, on football because he's really bad at it, in my opinion. Rex Ryan and the family have done a wonderful job for the game of football their whole family has. Oh, sure. I just don't like the man. I just don't want to look at him. I don't want to hear him. Now, Beth Mowens, who was the first female to ever call Monday Night Game, she actually, I thought, was trying to keep the game on task and did a great job, as great as she could do. Did you think she did a great job? I thought she did a great job, as good as she could who, do with who him. Did, who was the one? Who, who did it with him? With her? It was Rex Ryan. Was that Rex Ryan yeah. who was talking? Yeah. Okay. And I'll... then they had the Sergio Dip on the sidelines, who you heard about this, right? He did one cut in, and he was so bad they never went back to him. <laughs> And if you if you want to if you want to Google Sergio Dip and you feel sorry for the guy because he just panicked he just yeah. couldn't get his words to come out. In who, it with, who is he and where I never did he come of, from? Never, I, no idea. Because I was listening to that game, I was sort of looking at it. I was doing some work and grading or something, and I, I, but I was listening the whole time, thinking, "How do I think of these guys?" How do I think? I thought Rex Ryan, I agree, was very bland and uninteresting. Um, I thought Beth uh, uh, Beth was uh, Mowens, right? Yeah, Mowens. Beth. I thought did a yeoman's job. She didn't stand out for me in any way, but she didn't do a terrible job either. Well, keep it her. What do you think? And of course, this is the first one. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a tough thing to do. First thing to do. It's a late game. You you got the pressure of that. You got Rex Ryan doing his first game, who wasn't really good. You had a sideline reporter, which you can sometimes throw it to for thirty or forty seconds as an announcer in the booth to catch your breath and reset. Sure, sure. Well, they could only do that once, so that took (laughs) that part of the game away from them. Yeah. You know, so uh, that was it. Was a difficult broadcast to do, and if you know, again, people are going to say it's first one. You can't judge them. That's fine, but it's still, it's Monday night football. For people like me and you who grew up with Dandy right, Don and Cosell, and, and you just thought that was an event. Well, the event on Monday night was not what I would refer to as an event that I want to remember. Uh, it, it, uh, it's not entertaining. The, the game itself was, was not entertaining 
the game not itself on the field was sort of, yeah. but the uh, they did not make it into like you're talking about. It, it wasn't fun, and I don't know if that's because uh, uh, Beth Mowens um, hasn't found her feet yet. And I'm gonna as as an educator, I'm I'm rooting for her, yeah. as you are, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're rooting for her. Uh, I know you're not rooting for Rex Ryan, but we're, be- <laughs> we're, we're 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 rooting for Beth Mowens. But I don't. Kn- I hope that she finds her feet, or maybe she's told she's not allowed to do certain things. And sometimes here's the sad thing is. I think sometimes women are afraid to do that because they get judged far more harshly than men do. They just absolutely do. There you go. All right. Well, we have went way over. We appreciate all the people on Facebook responding, and we hope you enjoyed the show. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Have a great day, everybody.